Well, Africa has been a troubled continent for as long as I've been alive anyway. Uh, endemic famines and all sorts of relief programs during the 1970s, both the United States, but mostly the Soviet Union, poured large amounts of money into um, African nations to try and help develop them. And usually what happened was you would build an international airport out in the middle of nowhere with a four-lane highway that would extend five, ten miles out into the jungle and simply stop because you're dealing with dictators who are looking for prestige projects. Africa itself is an extraordinarily um, valuable resource if you want to put it in dollars and cents terms. And the only people who seem to really understand that or have ever really understood it uh, are the communist Chinese who are spending enormous amounts, enormous amounts in Africa, putting in highways, roads, infrastructure. And based on my familiarity with the communist Chinese party, they're not doing this out of the kindness of their heart. However, America is prepared to respond to that threat, and this is what this show is about. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And uh, I thought I'd introduce you to uh, uh, President Biden's pick for the uh, ambassador to the African Union. Essentially, this is going to be the Africa czar. This is the person who is going to be doing their very best to protect American interests in an area where China is is has had a 10-year head start and is moving ahead all guns blazing in terms of developing Africa so that they can basically extract the extraordinary resources there, and they don't seem to be too worried about the colonialism. Uh, so this is uh, Stephanie Sanders-Solomon. Uh, she's going to be, if confirmed, the uh, ambassador of the United States of America to the um, African Union. Let's just call her the Africa czar for the sake of the uh, argument. Uh, Steve, uh, we saw this on Instapundit. Um, I'm not overly impressed by either the outfit or the expression, but... Uh, putting that aside just as a moment uh, for judging a book by its cover, uh, if you can get past the uh, ratty cover, it's not a real good read either way. She failed the entrance exam to the Foreign Service twice. She was not able to pass the English... <laughs> she wasn't able to pass the English composition section. Yeah. And apparently. she's a graduate of Brown. I, I, I feel we graduate should Graduate of Brown yeah. University? Well, there you go. So, you know, I... When it comes to something this serious, I'm always relieved to know that the uh, Biden administration has put their top men on the project. <laughs> she looks top men. She looks. Did you run the uh, the the photo that you sent us? Your, your yeah. Yes, okay, good. So I everyone did. will know what I'm talking about when I say it looks like when she arrives. Uh, I, I don't know where the uh, in which city in Africa that the uh, African Union headquarters is, but it looks like when she goes there, she'll she'll step off the plane, she'll walk down the steps, there will be a little greeting ceremony, and she will say something like. Greetings and thank you for taking me to your country. It is much like my own. This picture of her looks like she just sat in yogurt or something. She's just got that kind of It's not 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 a real impressive thing. But what do you think this person looks or forgets again, forget the looks. Although I do think that the cultural appropriation says well, quite yeah, a lot. Well, yeah, it looks like she's um, trying to, way too hard to fit in and she's just going to yeah, embarrass but, herself and us. A person who's failed the entrance exam to the foreign office now is the Africa czar for the entire continent, not just for not just for a country in Africa. Yeah. It doesn't seem to me like this is the kind of person who is uh, going to command uh, not only the respect of the nations uh, that she's ambassador to, but also deeply intimidate the Chinese and make them give them some second thoughts about exactly how hard they want to push this little program of theirs. Yeah, uh, back, you know, you mentioned the, the Cold War days and the Soviets. We were we were in a contest with them uh, to see who could pump the most money into, into each country that had any kind of strategic importance 
whatsoever. And uh, now we're, we're, we're pretty much out of the game. Uh, and China's, their, their Belt and Road Initiative is what it's called. It's this huge infrastructure project that's supposed to tie together uh, resources in Africa with uh, pipelines and ports throughout uh, Asia and South Asia. And really what it is, it's, it's, it's postmodern colonialism. It's, it's getting all of these countries into debt traps so that they, they – it's like getting in hock yeah, to a bookie. Yeah is basically what it is. Uh, you don't want to do that because the bookie's going to come break your legs if you don't make the VIG. Uh, Beijing doesn't want to break your legs. They just want to control your resources, and that's that's exactly what's going on here. And it is, uh, as, it is as cynical as it is colonialist. The only difference between between China and Britain in this regard is Britain like putting their, their color all over the map. So, you know, they would actually make colonies out of these countries. And uh, China China doesn't want to want to do that. It's just they're a lot more cynical about the exploitation that's going on. And I'm thinking I didn't prepare for this segment at all. We 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 don't do a backstage where we talk about what we're going to talk about. Uh, we spring these topics on each other uh, by surprise. So I did no prep for this show whatsoever. You you right before we started taping, you sent me the 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 picture that went along with the story that I'd already seen on Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay, I know a little bit about this. But I will bet you that the little discourse I just gave, completely unplanned and unrehearsed on Chinese colonialism in, in Africa, is more than this person could do, even after studying and prepping, but based on what she herself said about failing this test twice, I don't think she's going to do her homework. Uh, the part that shocked me is she talked about the first time she failed the test. Uh, she only filled out two-thirds of the question. She didn't say how many of those she even got right, but every question you don't answer is wrong, as I had to explain to my my older son yeah. when he was having some problems uh, timing his, uh, his, his test taking. So you know, just get something in the, in the answer space. So based on the fact that, A, she failed to fill out a third of the questions, and B, said she herself couldn't account for what happened to her time, and this is a grown person with serious serious responsibilities. It's no wonder China's going to end up owning an entire continent. Top, Top people, people. Uh, Scott. Uh, you may think that she comes to the job with no qualifications, but that, of course, would be just your uh, rampant meanness on our part. Uh, she was ambassador to Ghana. Here's the good news: um, in terms of stopping. Chinese hegemony over an entire continent and, and enslaving the African continent in real colonialism, which is we're going to go there, we're going to take your stuff, and we don't care what you say and and cry all you want to. Uh, fortunately, however, uh, the U.S. ambassador des uh, designed to basically stop or slow this process uh, used to be ambassador to Ghana, and I'm reading from the article now. Uh, Sullivan raised the pride flag at the American embassy and held a, quote, diplomatic mission pride event despite the, quote, ever-present COVID-19 pandemic. During a virtual 4th of July celebration in 2020, Sullivan decried George Floyd's death and said it falls to us this generation to recognize the pervasiveness of systemic racism. And, of course, she's not talking about the continent that she's uh, ambassador to. She's talking about the country that she is representing as an ambassador of. Uh, fortunately for, for us and her and everybody else, I'm also reading from the article. It says that Biden's 2024 budget proposal, for example, earmarks nearly $400 million. Is that to feed Africans? 
Is that to provide emergency relief? Is that to provide infrastructure in schools and, and, and hospitals mm. and fresh water plants? No, $400 million to help advance, quote, inclusive and responsible technology development, unquote, for the LGBTQ community in Africa. A serious, serious nominee for a serious problem, right? Well, it, she at least seems like a logical nominee. I mean, she fits <laughs> the agenda. So I, I don't think it's as absurd as it might otherwise be um, to see that. It is unusual because normally, you know, in our primitive way of thinking, when you send an ambassador somewhere, you want that ambassador to reflect the best of who we are in the sending country. I mean, they are, in essence, taking the place of all of us, we the people, in representing the United States of America to this other country. And if you spend your time decrying the racism of your home country when you're in another country, uh, meanwhile, China's coming along and saying, oh, how are you doing, my brothers? Would you like some cell phone towers? We would be glad to set up some cell phone towers for you. In fact, we'll just make you this loan. Don't have to pay us back right away. Take your time. And China has realized that the way you ingratiate yourself with somebody is giving low interest or no interest loans and stringing them out in payments until you own them. Uh, not that we should do that kind of policy, but that's who she should be decrying. If you're going to- right. they, But at least they get cell phone towers yeah. out of it, right? They don't get an LGBTQ study Let me, let me, let me throw something lecture. in. I, I can't remember who said this originally, but it came to my attention on Twitter via our old friend Richard Fernandez, who said uh, it was it was a representative of a third world nation. He didn't say where, but it, he applied to his Africa, who said, we prefer your values. But when we talk to China, we get an airport. When we talk to you, we get a lecture. Yeah. And, and they don't need more lectures. Um, and, you no. know, you'll find, and there are many countries in Africa, really, that are great stories of up-and-coming, surging entrepreneurialism and, yes. and exciting things happening right now in Africa, which, if you're ambassador to Ghana, the way you gain favor of people in Ghana is putting your focus on those kind of areas, saying, hey, we have been really impressed with what we've seen in this little zone of businesses or whatever. You know, draw attention to good things in Ghana that are in sync with the values that we like to propagate around the world because we think it makes better neighbors everywhere. You know, build up what Ghana is doing right in terms of good governance, in terms of free markets and things like that, and make that connection for them and provide them, if they need resources, provide them the kind of resources that will actually do them some good. I do not think that they need a new LGBTQ, uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, technology manual curriculum uh, for study. You're right. I mean, China is going to come in and build a bridge for them or build a dam for them or put up a cell tower network. And we're going to send somebody over there who, horror of horrors, is wearing native dress from some area of the world <laughs> and, uh, you know, appropriating somebody else's culture. Walmart. Yeah, that's right. From Walmart. It's a lovely outfit, really. And I imagine it looks really good on the whoever designed it originally. Um, but it's just botched foreign policy. I mean, it's a terrible way to approach things. If you're going to have ambassadors overseas, you send them to foster better relationship with the home country and to help to advance the ideals that have made this such a great country over the years. Have we done bad things that we should apologize for over the years? Yes. Do you make that apology in front of unrelated people in Ghana for some reason? No. I would start with the great things we've done, and I would start yes. by trying to convince these people that we are an actual alternative to China rather than 
of people that will come in behalf, apologize and, on behalf of and, China for what China's about to do and to debase them. ourselves. We don't want to lend you money. We want to buy stuff from you and we want to sell nothing, stuff to you. Nothing inspires confidence like saying, well, we're horrible people and we really think you ought to align yourself with us. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I was thinking about this because this is a serious problem and, and it's going to Resources are going to be the struggle of the next of this 21st century, and China's really got, as usual, got their plan together. So I actually uh, was thinking, if I had a chance to pick a, an ambassador to the African Union, who would I choose? And and my choice would be uh, this fellow right here. So uh, this this is my choice here. This is uh, uh, Curtis Emerson LeMay. Uh, you probably remember Curtis LeMay from leading the uh, bombing yeah, campaign uh, in he's, um, he's in, dead, in, Bill. in Europe. No, long, no, 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 long time gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Curtis, Curtis LeMay is the no, Curtis LeMay is the commander of the U.S. Strategic Air uh, Command. What, Curtis LeMay has said that was no, in Curtis the Curtis is the guy who said. No, 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 no. Look, he was born in 1906. He's fine. He, you can't kill Curtis LeMay. <laughs> Curtis LeMay is the guy who was, when they said, when they said, Curtis, you, you're in charge of the Strategic Air Command. Your motto is, peace is our profession. How do you square those things? Curtis LeMay is the guy who said, peace is our profession. War is just something we do for kicks. He's the guy we need to send to Africa to, chi to stop Chinese aggression in this area. Curtis LeMay is, is, is the ideal guy for this. You're telling me he's dead? Still. And when did, all of when his did this progeny. happen? Uh, I, when, when I believe he died in the uh, 60s, early 70s. So I could be wrong about that. He might he might have hung on till the early nobody 80s. Nobody told me this. Nobody nobody to told me up. this. Yeah. I can't even finish the segment now. I'm so uh, I'm sorry. Oh, actually, he died in can 1990, get... age of 83 years old. Good for him. Can we? We talking about the same same Curtis same Lame Curtis LeMay? Yeah. Uh, 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 Commanded, I believe it was the uh, 20th Air Force. Was it the 20th Air Force in the Pacific against against Japan? Yeah, he's the one who made the, the B-29s fly in low because they were flying high and the Gulf Stream was causing him to do no damage. So he chucked all the machine guns off yeah. of it and just went in and firebombed exactly. everything. And, and then uh, he ran, he, I think he was the first commander of Strategic Air Command. Yeah. He was. He, it's, it's, it, he built the Strategic yeah. Air Command. He could build the Strategic African Command. And and we could put a stop to this to this yes. Chinese aggression and, and nonsense Except real quick. Except he's dead. Sorry. Rest in peace. Great guy. Well, thanks for harshing my mellow, guys. <laughs> That's what I. All right, for. I'll give this some serious consideration, and I'll find an, a, a a second candidate. Although, I, I none comes to mind. In any event, if he weren't dead, he would be the person who would be best suited for this job. And frankly, given the qualifications of the other person, I don't see that being dead is <laughs> a deal breaker, frankly. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Woodle. We'll see you next time right here on Right Angle. And I'm going to look into this Curtis LeMay died thing. I don't believe it for a second.